Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of One Pot for All. So I just got back home from a very cold walk, and I should have known better. But you know, I wanted to get some fresh air, but that air was fresh. I should have just listened to the weather forecast this morning. They said no sunshine, freezing temperatures. I should have gone for the thermo tights I wore a hat at least. I mean, you know, I made that happen. But I'm too old to not know better. It was just super cold. But I thought it would be such a good idea to just come home, make myself a hot cup of tea and talk to you because that means I'm walking around in my apartment and just defrosting as we speak. So today we're going to be talking about something that I've realized happens to me a lot. And it has happened to me countless times over the years. And I want to talk about this today because I think a lot of people share this with me. And that is returning to things that give us comfort. I know it sounds random and basic and you're like, okay, why are we discussing this on a podcast episode? But I want to throw in the opposite of that. And that's growing out of things. And I think this is what's going to make it interesting. Because I realize especially in the beginning of a year, often in January when it's really cold and dark and gray and moody and your life is just feeling a little weird and you're feeling a little weird. Usually when the sun sets before four o'clock in the afternoon, there is no real reason to even leave your bed. And when you get to that feeling, at least for me and in my life, this is when I return to things that give me comfort because I need them. I usually don't really need it in summer when there are so many amazing things to do outside and I can explore and hang out with my friends. I do it when it's that time of the year. And I think a lot of people share this with me. And I think a lot of people go back to what gives them safety and comfort And I also think there is no harm in that. If you can make yourself feel better by returning to a TV show you've already watched, I mean, come on, that's like the best possible outcome. But when we look at growing out of things, I think this is something that's really expected of us. And I think that's also kind of normal. As you grow older, you are eventually going to grow out of old hobbies, things you used to enjoy, old habits. It's part of life. It's part of growing up and growing old. But it is something that if it doesn't happen, you are definitely going to be judged. But when you return to things... Are you going to be judged? I don't know. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It depends on what it is. If it's old habits that you had already shaken off, yeah, you're going to be judged. If it's a TV show you've seen for the third time in a row, absolutely not. No one cares. For most things that I'm going to be bringing up in this episode, I really don't have an answer. I'm just rambling on because it's something that keeps me up at night that I think about. But I thought it would be quite fun to discuss this with you and maybe get some feedback. So comment below if you're listening to this on YouTube or reach out to me on my socials because I think it's very nice to get some other opinions on that because I've been really nostalgic for a long time now at the beginning of a year. Again, when it's really dark outside, when there is not much to do, I realize that I go back to not only comfort TV shows, I go back to comfort food, I reread books that I used to enjoy, or I think about the past, I think about the mistakes I've made, I think about what I want to change. It's also part of the New Year's resolutions 
guidance package when you think about what you want to do better. But also I am so nostalgic in a way that I think about people that used to be in my life who I miss or people I'm very happy to not talk to anymore. And I think sometimes when you get into this nostalgic way of life, it can be very dangerous to be sucked into that. So I always try to be nostalgic because I guess I feel like it and it's something that I need in that moment, but also never lose focus on the present because if I do that, then I just live in the past and this doesn't work. All right, let's choose media. So TV shows, movies, books as a good example to make you understand what I'm even saying. So I recently rewatched Friends and I'm currently rewatching Grey's Anatomy. So all of you Grey's Anatomy people out there, you know what I'm getting myself into. I think it's going to be 19 seasons of at least 22 episodes, which last at least 45 minutes. I will be in for a wild ride, you know, but it usually starts in a different way for me. It's not that I'm looking for comfort or safety immediately. Usually I'm bored and I want to have something to watch while I have lunch or dinner. So this is when I started rewatching Friends. It's easy. You can always get back into it. You don't have to start where you left off. You can just dive right back into it. And this is how I did it. But then I started to be really interested in the plot again. I know what happens. I've seen it all. It's not a surprise anymore, but I was interested again. So I rewatched every single season of Friends. And then after Friends, I knew my trip was going to be coming up and I wanted something to keep me occupied on the plane. And so I looked for something with a lot of seasons. And I was debating either to watch Sex and the City or Grey's Anatomy. Why did I choose Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. But you know, I've been through stuff at this point. I made it to season six. So that's like, George is dead. I'm going to go through the whole, Derek is going to die. I'm going to go through the shooting. I'm going to go through the plane crash. Why am I doing this to myself? These are horrible things to watch. And I've suffered with the characters over the years, you know? Why am I doing this to myself? For some reason, it does give me comfort. And I can't even use the excuse, I don't know what to watch anymore, because the beginning of the year is award season. So when award season rolls around, there is so much to watch. I want to do an Oscars episode for the Oscars 2023 this year, and I have to watch so many movies that I still haven't seen that are nominated and probably going to be amazing. But currently I'm like, okay, when am I going to fit that in? I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. And when I have a day off and there is not much to do, I managed to watch between like six or eight episodes. So I'm really going strong and it's not even boring. Although I know what happens. It's super interesting. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be great. It's going to be Christmas and this is going to be happening. And then there's going to be the Thanksgiving episode. And then there's going to be this and that. And I don't know why this happens to me, but I am so into it again. And at this point, it's not, I don't have anything to watch. As I said, there's so much to watch, but it's like, I am part of this again. I'm part of the Grey's Anatomy family. And that's when I realized, yeah, this is giving me comfort. It's like escaping my own reality, which is not even that bad at the moment. I'm, I'm living the life. I don't have anything to complain about. I mean, there are always things to complain about, but 
there's not much to complain about. At the moment, I'm good, I'm fine, healthy, happy, all fine. So why do I feel the need to escape reality? Is it really the weather that I need to escape? I don't know. As I said, in this episode, I don't really have the answers here, but I thought it would be interesting to discuss this and bring it up because I think a lot of people go through the same thing. And while watching these TV shows or comfort movies, before I started the whole Friends Grey's Anatomy thing, I rewatched a few of my favorite movies of all time. They reminded me of old goals that I used to have. And then I think about, wow, is this something that's still accurate? Something that I could still want to do? And then it suddenly hits me and I'm like, wow, yeah, I can feel the same passion I used to have for something or the same longing and need to do the same thing. And I think it's very nice to be reminded of that. It's torture because I'm disappointed in myself that I lost track of that. But it's good to have that. It's good to be able to return to a simple movie that reminds me of something that I was passionate about, something that I used to fight for, something that I wanted to achieve in my life. So if media can do that for me, wow, that's amazing. It's super easy. But it's not just comfort when I do that. It's more discomfort when this happens. But maybe that's something that just puts things back into perspective. It sounds weird, but when I watch a movie about a specific location that I maybe wanted to move to, I am reminded of, yes, this is still something that I want to fight for or something that I want to do, like a specific job that I wanted to pick up. And maybe it's not that specific job anymore, but maybe it's the same field or maybe it's at least in the same universe. But I'm not only returning to things that give me comfort and a feeling of safety for that. But I think when it comes to TV shows, I like to be that excited again. I like to be that passionate about a storyline again. And I started watching Game of Thrones with one of the people in my inner circle who I'm really close to. And you know what? It took some convincing, especially to get through the first season. I think I have him hooked now. I really hope I do, because I put a lot of work into that. But what I feel when I watch Game of Thrones, and now re-watching it, I see all the hints that I missed when I watched it for the first time. It just gives me so much joy, so much excitement, so much pleasure, although I already know how the series ends. But just going through the same emotions with him to share that, to be able to share that with friends, it's just a feeling that I love so much. So it's not just comfort and safety. It's also sharing something that I was passionate about with other people, like infecting them with the pleasures of Game of Thrones or other series. So it's comfort, it's safety, it's being reminded of goals I used to have, old thoughts I used to have that might still be important to me now, but also opening myself up and sharing things I used to enjoy so much with the people in my life, like spreading the love. It's cheesy, but kind of true. And maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe it's about an easy fix, an easy way to get some joy, an easy dopamine moment, an easy Adrenaline moment, especially with Grey's Anatomy. I mean, come on, super dramatic, but it's not the point um, that I want to make right now. The point is maybe that is how you can cheer yourself up on a rainy day. And this is why we do it, because we can rely on the fact that we know 
what's going to happen and if that's going to make us happier or not or more invested or not. And maybe that's why we do it. Maybe that's why I do it at least. And when I talk about all the things that I've returned to over the years, these things are usually pretty small, unimportant, if you will. I mean, they're not unimportant to me personally, but they are unimportant if you look at the big picture, especially compared to all the things I grew out of. So I'm not only returning to books, movies, TV shows, but also songs that used to give me comfort or food that gave me comfort. I've recently returned to having a warm breakfast after having cold milk or yogurt and berries. Now I'm back to warm oatmeal or toast or eggs because I feel like maybe it's also because of the time of the year. It does give me more comfort now and more strength to get through the day. And I like a hot cup of tea in the morning. And in summer, maybe I'll go for the orange juice. But right now, it gives me comfort. But these are very, very small things. And compared to the things I grew out of, these are usually habits or character traits or views of the world I have completely changed. So when I was younger, I had a really hard time to let things go. Now I'm learning to let things go much quicker. I'm much calmer now because I've realized those moments really drained me. Like it just took away the energy, not only from me, but also from all the other people involved. And I've recently had a moment with a friend of mine and something happened and it was really weird. It was a strange situation I didn't understand But I just wanted to accept what she was feeling, accept what she was doing after telling her how I felt about it, what hurt me and what I didn't like. But then I was ready to let it go. And her answer was, no, we need to discuss it. We need to make this a big thing. And I was really not into that because I realized that sometimes it's not just easier to accept someone's opinion or someone's point of view because that can also be harmful. But when it's easy and you know you cannot do anything about it, you can't change the situation or the other person's opinion at all because it's so manifested and maybe the problem can't even be solved. Some problems just can't be solved, you know? Then let it go. I never used to be like that, but now I am like that and it just feels much better because you can just move on and forget about it. And I'm not talking about being ignorant and just pushing problems away. No, I'm never going to be like that. I'm always very eager to have peace and for everyone to be happy and for everyone to feel good. So I will never push a problem away. But for some issues, there's just no need for anything that makes it just more harmful than it already is. And realizing that took me years. It took me forever because I always want everything to be super fair, but the world's not a fair place. We've all learned that by now. So it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes you have to play dirty and sometimes you have to do some things that you were not planning on. I mean, you still have to be able to look in the mirror at the end of the day. But what I'm trying to say is, yes, the world is not a fair place, but sometimes just letting go of things makes your life so much easier. And at the end of the day, you're going to be grateful to have that ability. And while making up my mind for this episode, I thought about something that is both easy to return to, but also just as easy to grow out of. And yes, 
it could be TV shows. You know, I've returned to Grey's Anatomy, Sex and the City, to Friends several times and Game of Thrones. But also, I've really grown out of Pretty Little Liars once upon a time, which I used to be so hyped about. But that's not what I want to talk about right now. I want to talk about relationships. I think it's one of the most essential parts of our lives. I think without relationships, if it's friendships, if it's family, if it's romantic relationships, we would not be who we are. And I think it's one of the most important parts of life. But relationships are one tricky topic. And I don't want this to be like a relationship guide right now. But just for me personally, I think it's both just as easy to grow out of relationships. And usually that's friendships. We all know it. You know, we used to have really good friends in school. But then when we went to college or just moved to another city, we've really easily let go of friendships. And for some people, it's not that easy. And I think that's also justified. That's also something that I can understand because you basically grew up with these people by your side. You figured out who you are as a person with these people by your side, helping you out, listening to your problems. These are really important friendships which define who we are as a person, what we want, who we want to be, friendships that we will probably always think about, but are also ready to let go at some point. And that is because you grow as a person, you grow out of yourself, you grow out of your shell. I mean, think back to the time when you were 18 years old. I'm certainly not that person anymore. And that's a good thing. It's good that I've evolved. But for some people, it's harder because maybe they don't know where they want to go yet. Maybe they don't know what they want to do with their lives. And then when the other person has moved on, it's really difficult to find common ground. And then a friendship kind of starts to crack here and there. And especially when one person moves on and the other person doesn't, that's when it gets really tricky. And that's when it gets really easy to lose focus in that friendship. And then sometimes it's just easier to let go and focus on new acquaintances, on new friendships, because you are a different person now. And I think it's something that's very common. And I think it can also be applied to old relationships, romantic relationships. So think about your first boyfriend or girlfriend. Is that still someone who you would like to be with today? If that's the case, good for you, or maybe not, depends on the situation. But usually, it's something that we've all been through. It's something that we let go and sort of grew out of at some point. But as I said, it's just as easy to return to friendships, to reconnect or other relationships, romantic relationships. I mean, there are so many people who reconnect with former romantic partners after many years because now it feels like the right time and the right place to just be together again. And this is the same thing for friendships. I've reconnected with friends that I hadn't talked to in years just recently. And it was great. It felt right. It felt good because we have things in common again. And maybe we always had, but moving to another city and making new friendships and making new experiences somewhat prohibited us from 
returning to old habits like going out for a coffee or we spend a lot of time for example in theater rehearsals i was gone for many many years and i'm still where i moved to but we reconnected because we have common interests again and we have so many things to talk about again and it just feels like it was yesterday and this is great so i think returning to relationships and returning to relationships which are like a variety of relationships family friends maybe forgiving someone who betrayed you who hurt you that's also part of returning to a relationship with someone and then at the same time growing out of things and realizing no maybe i cannot forgive this person for what she or he has done to me or maybe i cannot go back to those same habits i used to have with friend xyz all that is very very common and i think it's like the one thing you can just as easily return to as you can just as easily grow out of and i don't think there are a lot of examples for that usually it's easier to do one or the other but rarely it's just as easy to do both and maybe that's why maybe it is because relationships are such an important and big part of everyone's life that it's very easy for us to return to because we remember a feeling of comfort of love of just cherishing each other just appreciating one another and maybe that's also because we easily just as easily remember the bad feelings the hurt the despair the anger the sadness that comes with relationships so we just as easily grow out of them and we get rid of them and we just stop being in a relationship with someone if it's a friend if it's a romantic relationship or maybe it's a family member maybe it's a sibling it's a parent it could be anyone really but because they are such an essential part of life and they make us who we are it's just as important probably to return to them or to just cut them out sometimes because they are toxic or they're dangerous or they just make us a person who we do not want to be anymore or who we never wanted to be in the first place relationships have such a huge impact and influence on who we are on our characters personalities lives in general that when we decide to step away from a relationship or return to a relationship i don't think the process is really easy that's not what i'm trying to say i think it's usually something that is really painful and really thought through and something that you have considered for many many weeks months i think returning to someone can be just as difficult as growing out of a relationship and then stepping away but i think you just as often return to a relationship even if it's just an acquaintance as you grow out of something as you step away from something sometimes i think we tend to think it's easier to step away from someone and to cut someone out of our lives but i think returning to people happens just as often wow this got really deep just now but i mean why not you know when i started this episode i thought we would be talking about tv shows and it just got so personal and so meaningful that at the end of this episode i'm really happy to have explored this topic with you so the next time that you return to something that gives you comfort or that you grow out of something that does not give you anything anymore maybe think about how it fits into your lives now and why you do it and when you do it it really is not 
not a question of analyzing, but it's more a question of, well, have you noticed? Does it happen often? You don't always have to find a reason for everything. This is not the purpose of this episode. I just thought it would be interesting to share this with you because I think a lot of people go through that. A lot of people grow out of things, of course, but also return to things. So maybe the next time this happens to you, just notice it. It's not about overanalyzing or figuring things out. Just notice it. It's just good to be aware and to get to know yourself. Just like I noticed that when I return to things, usually I'm stressed, I'm a little scared of the future and what's gonna happen next, and I don't know where to go. So I just go back to Meredith Grey and Derek Shepard, and it just gives me so much joy to watch them grow together, fight, break up, get together, fight again, break up again, and so on. I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode. I hope you're joining me next time. Talk to you then. Bye.